From Europe to Coma, this is Pod Defiance. Welcome to Pod Defiance, where we don't lecture, but we do educate. I'm your host, Catherine Feltz. Today on the pod, the Lachute Seed Language Institute. Lachute Seed was once the primary language spoken by indigenous peoples living in an area from present-day Olympia in the south to Skagit Valley in the north. The Puget Sound and the Cascade Mountains provided the eastern and western borders. Forced assimilation, displacement, and disease brought the language to the brink of extinction. The Puyallup Tribe of Indians and Udup Tacoma's Professional Development Center teamed up a few years ago to offer the Lachute Seed Language Institute. The LLI is one part of a larger effort by the Puyallup to revitalize their language. Today, we'll hear from Udup Tacoma Jr. and Puyallup Tribal member Shelby Cross. Like our episode about MSL, we've handed over the microphone. Shelby will take us through her experience in the LLI. We'll hear her practice the language as well as insights into why she wanted to learn Lushutsi. Shelby Cross Seed Stut, Spoyot Pops Chud, Tall Old Chud, Fife, Washington. My name is Shelby Cross. I am a member of the Puyallup Tribe. Uh, I go to University of Washington, Tacoma. I am studying business management and minoring in American Indian studies. Uh, So (laughs) this summer I decided to go to the Lachutsu Language Institute and I convinced my dad to do it with me. And I'm planning on teaching everyone in my immediate circle um, as many words as I can. (laughs) I'm really, really excited that I have this opportunity and I not only get to learn it myself, but I get to share it with others. Uh, My great-grandparents were the last in my lineage to have spoken the shoot seed before this. Uh, It was really important to me to learn the shoot seed. I really feel like it is kind of just a duty of mine to... (laughs) not that I owe it to anyone or anything but I I really wanted to learn it for lots of reasons Uh, I know when residential boarding schools happened they tried their hardest to wipe out all of the native languages um, and that angers me to no end and I am very happy to be a part of reversing that as much as possible uh the last oh my gosh the last first language Lachute seed speaker um already passed away many years ago um so as of like over 10 years ago everyone who speaks or knows Lachute seed has learned it as their second language. So that's really scary. <laughs> and that's like a kind of a, a first sign that the language is really, really endangered. That um, people just got to step up and put in work to learn it and use it and teach other people it. So uh, being a part of revitalization efforts, even in a small way, is 
trying to incorporate it into my everyday life. I know that's helping in at least a little bit. I am biracial. I feel like it's important to, like, do as much as I can if I'm going to take part in anything that is Native that I do as much as I can for the community. And learning the shoot seat is one of those things. Oh, there are 43 letters in the Lachute Seed alphabet. And it sounds like a lot, but a lot of them are, like, related to each other. Like, just glottalizing letters is just putting either a glottal sub next to it or an apostrophe with it. And that just cuts the sound short. So, like, instead of it's you just pop it out <laughs> so the vowels are a schwa i and u a schwa is just an e that is upside down but it doesn't make an e or a uh sound well actually no i was wrong <laughs> it doesn't make an e sound it's only uh and then the letter i makes two sounds which is e and a and then U makes O or U. So A, A, E, A, O, U. Like after you learn what the symbols mean that are affecting the letters around it. It's ph phonetic. <laughs> it's phonetic. And nothing, well not nothing, like not a lot correlates to English words. Some of the letters do, but most words are completely different like when I was learning Spanish there were some words that were the same or very similar that I could just figure it out but you just gotta like know what things are and how to put together sentences and do a lot more to be f fluent so the word for um, filling is letjadof and letjadof. So that to me sounded a little bit like leche. Uh, and leche in Spanish means milk. So um, that reminded me of, since it means to fill, it reminded me of when I was younger and I would drink a bunch of chocolate milk before dinner and my mom would get really mad at me because I just filled up on milk and I didn't eat any of my food and I wasn't allowed to do that after a while. So milk and then fill up, that's like the first verb sort of word that I learned because I made that connection and it was a lot of fun. Uh, and then another word that I um, remembered because... I could relate it to something was pish um, pish, which means cat. <laughs> and so my cat's name is Peaches, but I mostly just call her Peach. And so that was a really easy transition from Peach to pish pish. Uh, we do the domains 
which is like everyday tasks and conversations and doing that every day having that repetition is really helping helping me learn with I don't know how to say with yet so yesterday I went to the store with my boyfriend and I wrote down a list of the things that we needed to get while we were there because um, my phone was dying so I wrote it down on paper and I wrote everything in English and then I crossed out the words that I knew in the shoot seed and wrote it in the shoot seed and so I have uh, peach peach letter cat letter uh, road trip should road trip food shampoo I don't know how to say that yet and then cash for coliseed gas money um, I kind of forget that I can't just <laughs> Google Translate the shoot seed. I wish I could. It would make life a lot easier, probably, but it would. Mm, that leaves too much room for error, I think. Uh, the way that the months are laid out are really cool. January is good month, and February means frog. March means gust of blowing wind. April is time of whistling. May is time of digging. June is time of salmon berries. July, time of blackberries. August, time of salal berries. <clears throat> September, time of silver salmon. October, time of elk mating call. November, time of dog, <laughs> dog salmon or chum salmon. December, sheath your petals. I want to learn the meaning behind some of these. But I enjoy that that is related to things that happen externally from the concept of time. Time of salmon berries in June is that's what's happening. <laughs> and that's why that month is called that. That's really cool. I had no prior experience speaking the shoot seed at all. It was just like, I knew how to say hello, like good day, hash the hill. That was about it. <laughs> After the first day, I went home and I just watched TV and shut my brain off because it like physically hurt. <laughs> It was so much information and me trying so hard to understand but it was like impossible because if you haven't heard the language before that much besides like people introducing themselves at different events and online and all that then it's like gonna be really overwhelming and it was and I was expecting way too much out of myself. I really loved playing Slow Hall and I loved learning about it and trying to figure out the rules and the songs and the um, 
like while we're playing it um people are drumming and singing and that really just gives a whole different spirit to it because without that i don't think it would be as fun honestly because i get to sing along and stuff trying to remain not competitive is also a challenge because i want to win <laughs> but yeah i ended up finding a sahal like set of all the sticks and bones that um just like an, an entire set like none of the pieces were missing there was extra um at my dad's house and i was like hey i'm gonna take this because <laughs> i want to start teaching my friends it because if none of the shoot seed i can teach them some of the words from slahal that i know because <laughs> there are like names for things and commands and all that i'm really excited to do that i'm going camping right after LLI is over and I am going to make us all play. I mean, I'm not going to bring a drum because I don't want to be disruptive to other campers, but I'll try to sing, I guess. It's probably not going to be good. I'm probably not going to sing. And I did ask if that was okay. And I was told that I can teach people how to play Sahal and it's okay. And I think that is honestly like my entire brain dump that I have for my experience with the LLI and trying to explain the best that I can as much about it that would make sense to someone who wasn't there and why I wanted to do it and how amazing it is that this exists, this institute, that UW Tacoma is hosting it this year. And I am so happy to have done this. And I'm looking forward to hopefully doing it again next year. Thank you for listening. And a big thank you to Moonyard Recording Studios and to UW Tacoma senior lecturer, Nicole Blair, for letting us play your music on the show. Be sure to subscribe and go to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Pocket Casts.